Talk. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Welcome back. You know who it is, your boy John. We're here for another episode. You got your the boy over here. newly minted white belt wrangler. White belt wrangler. The wrangler changing it up is fucking to wrangler here. now, huh? Not, and then, not slayer. Or you, not, you got uh, both titles? Or? Uh, we're doing both, but right now I'm wrangling. You wrangling. What about blue belts? Yeah, they blue belts. Why can't, can't you? Too. Why can't you be a white belt slayer and a blue belt wrangler? There we go. That's what it is. Right? And then it makes sense. Motherfucking Muay Thai Greg up in this bitch today. That's what we're doing. That's all right. Muay Thai Greg. Yeah. Muay Thai Greg. I like it. But before we get into it, how fat are you today? Man, look, I'm the same as I ever was. <laughs> fat? Still fat? <laughs> Still fat. Yeah. No, I got... I, I'm just struggling getting these last like couple pounds down. So I'm like 209, 208. Just go up to the righteous weight of 222. No. no. 222 no. is for a man. I'll make weight. I'm not worried. I'll make weight. I got a sauna. I'll get do sweat some there few pounds with a with a with a sweatsuit on. Easy, easy. What do you wear, Greg? Right. I wear right now. I'm a big boy. I'm weighing about 207. Woo! I usually walk around 180. Well, you gotta be two something to do something around here. But I've been lifting. I've been lifting. It's it's yeah. the winter yeah. got me if a lifting season. So. Uh, what do you drink? So bulking. John's drinking You're water because he's too fat. Drinking water. Yeah. I am drinking coconut water. And, and you we got full flavored Mountain Dews again. Never tried coconut water. Like. I have, it's my hydration, oh, man. With pulp, too. Yeah, I love it. it. Just after training, that's like electrolytes. And yeah, all the good stuff. It's, it's like yeah. my Gatorade, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's let's fucking get ripping into it because he said training. So, you are what's equivalent to a black belt in Muay Thai, or in Jiu Jitsu in Muay Thai, which is uh, what a red belt. You said. Well, it would be. I mean, there's really no rankings. Yeah. It's oh, just okay. they go it off of Pachai or the Monko, which is, uh, you know, they have. It's like a color um, ranking. Um, do they mine, give you? Do mine, they give you something mine physical? Was, mine was earned from you know just loyalty and dedication. Um, I had some fights along the way of earning that, and you know I always, in the beginning, in my mind, it was, oh, I want to be a fighter, I want to be a fighter, but I realized it was a training of an art that was right. taken to a sport, and that art is bettered my life, so help. Helping others would be great to coach yeah, yeah. and mentor and yeah, yeah. teach, you know. And so you kind of found in what you thought and all the noise and you thought was your your path. Yeah. You found kind of I what thought, fit I thought for of you, it, what felt, what made you, you know, made you kind of realize what that it's an art versus like it's not just right. about smashing people. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. 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 And, and it was hard because I was in MMA gyms at the time. So mm -hmm. I was um, my first gym that I really was... I'm about ten years at um, Arena MMA. Wait, you're 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 at one gym for ten years. Yeah. How long have you been training Muay Thai for? That's a long goddamn time. When so you start with I, that. I did, yeah. you know, I did obviously as a kid karate, and and then I got into boxing in middle school, and then kickboxing for like a year or two, and then karate when I was in high school because I I like the Karate Kid style like <laughs> yeah, we tournament were, we were points sparring yeah yeah and then the movies are out and yeah. you're like ah oh. so I competed with that like the you know the point sparring stuff yeah. but then um, then when I got you know got out of that uh, you know out of high school and I I wanted to learn you know the actual art of Muay Thai yeah mm -hmm. the real like, shit the real shit like I I wanted to and so I signed up at an MMA gym and that's pretty much where I started. Um, I was doing jujitsu, boxing, Muay Thai all at the time. And I mean, it was hard to balance all that. I've seen there's like a big trend of like, I don't know if well to say influencers, but like a big trend of like um, people going to Thailand and training there now in like, these, oh, man. these digital nomads, people that like can work anywhere. That's, oh, that's yeah. been on my mind. Like that's been on my mind. Traveling. Go to Muay Thai? And then no, no, to just not even that. Just there's no rush. Yeah. For me, I, I've been training the way I love training. Yeah. And the time to go to Thailand, I was, I was actually going to go for my honeymoon, you know, because I'm engaged, yeah. you know. But I wasn't going to go for like, I want to go and, and fight. And I, want, I would go for the culture. Um, yeah, of course. To enjoy yeah. and like. You know, and there's a there's a, yeah there seems like a lot of uh, trend of you know they have they have to go to Thailand to like be somebody and it's no it's go and enjoy the culture enjoy the culture yeah, yeah. yeah Try, it, I think you're right drop, I don't, drop by do a drop by a gym drop by you know yeah. I I don't know if that's what it is like, it's like um, when I think of like tr like training Muay Thai in Thailand that's like 
equivalent to like wrestling, right? The level of intensity is like so, like it's just so. It different. is intense. They're 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 more I mean, equivalent to like a wrestling gym, you know. And I how personally never are. been, so I can't speak. But yeah. from what I've seen, and I I've, yeah. I've seen a lot of documentaries, Tiger Muay Thai, you know, Phuket, and um. You if, know. if you were to go to Thailand, is that where you'd go to Phuket? Honestly, I would go to Jockey Gym. Is that, is that a popping one out there? I've only ever um, heard like the super it's just, big ones. I've, I'm a big, you know, a big follower on a, some old school fighters back in the day that trained mm -hmm. there. Okay. And they, you know, they. Their gym culture. Their, their gym culture yeah. environment is very similar to what I was taught. Yeah. So That's if cool. you if you were to go to Thailand to go train, uh, and because you, you're, I think you said it already, but you you've taken professional fights here in the U.S., right? Um, amateur pro. Oh, okay. One, yeah. and then I had like. 10 about 10 amateur okay yeah because i saw some pictures of you wearing headgear but if you were going over there dropping in and they're like oh look at this big white boy you want to catch a fade would you take a pro fight over there if you could in Thailand? Man. <laughs> oh man i mean if i if it was like that i just gotta it's gotta go hang with it. gotta go with it and you gotta send it you yeah. gotta you gotta you gotta hang in there that, and, and, kinda... and and just those dudes are scary. Yeah, yes, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta yeah, they're you shin, gotta. They're, they're sh just their they're, they're I condition my shins stuff. every day, man. Do you? But Still? Yeah. How, do you, how yeah. do you do it? How do you condition them? There was a time, man, where I, when I was an amateur, back when I was an amateur, I was kicking poles. <laughs> that what was kind of poles? Like, handicap poles. Oh, fuck. Like, like, I've seen videos of people doing that. They, yeah, like, bend but it, 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 them. It, like, but it, not like where I'm going crazy, yeah. but like it was just like a, you know, just bing, bing, yeah, just, bing, yeah. like playing with my shins on the pole. And and then um, my crew taught me like that's that's your foundation is your shin, yeah. man. And then the second foundation is your forearm right here. For the is that elbow, to block? Connected to the elbow. Yep. Yeah. A lot of framing, just like in jujitsu, yeah. you know, they have the framing mm -hmm. protecting the neck. I always call it combing the hair. That's the way I, I like. I always hear it too. Combing the hair, telephone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You combing the hair, stopping the arm if it's a haymaker. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then my, my jaws protect right oh, here. Oh sure. So, so yeah. it's 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 a lot a lot of frame. What are you doing to to condition like that part of your arm? Are you hitting shit? Um, I don't personally. Um, the bag, yeah. Okay. A lot of elbow and then pads and then um, accidents. I just want to say this <laughs> yeah. right out bat. The way you fucking defended your face and tucked your chin made me scared. <laughs> well, because I can tell you're doing that. You're fucking about it. He's probably done it like a million yeah, you're just times. Fucking, you're ready to like, rip relax. Yeah. Stay relaxed. That's the thing. Yeah. It's the, the, okay, so the style I was taught was Muay Boran. Mm -hmm. It's where the Muay Thai was a sport taken from that art. Okay. Muay Boran were like from you know like the shaman, the yeah. monks, the okay. the. It's it's kind of like the kung fu of Muay Thai. Okay, so. The way that I, how I saw it, you know, when I was learning it, it was, it's for, it was just, you're always going forward with a frame. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're, you're never just like, you're not marching forward this way. You're, you're more moving forward in some sort of motion. Forward to the side, yeah. you're, but you're not, it's, it's kind of, you're not backing up. You're, you're, to back up is the roundhouse or haymakers. I give you, you're going with yeah. the snap. Yeah, you give it a distance. So they're, they're saying is, you know, forward like an, an arrow. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's that's the best way to look to see it, and that's why I always got used to, to. They would throw punches with their gloves, and I would I would get used to blocking yeah, and framing yeah. with the punches, and then the checking, and then if I don't check it in time, I go into it, you know, to throw the punch, and then respond with that leg, you know, it's just back and forth. I, you know, I think just sitting here watching you move, do the elbow movement, and tuck the chin. No, I have fully decided. That Muay Thai is the best fucking martial art, <laughs> and there's no way a jujitsu dude is gonna fuck up a Muay Thai dude in the streets. I think I've changed my mind. Yeah. Hey man, <laughs> did you see? Did you? There's a video clip of what's his name? Dustin Poirier? No, not Dustin Poirier. Poirier. Uh, I don't know. He was like sparring and Jan's, oh, Jan's, Jan's, he did Jan's this good. Yeah, Poatan. He did this like weird. Alex Pierre. Yeah, Alex Pierre. Yeah. He the guy He's went a for striker. a kick. He's a striker. That's why he went for a kick. And, and he back, he, back, he checked it backwards. He's, yeah. he's he been doing that backwards for a yeah. and blocked it with. It. I was like, "What? Did you watch the whole video though?" No, I didn't see the whole video. Oh, so he blocks that kick and the it, dude, he's just like at the gym, like he's playing around. And like the kid starts going hard on him, and he was like, "Oh, you want to swing with intention?" And he hits this kid at the body shot, and you see the kid like, huh, and then he just fucking hits him in the head, and the kid like kind of stops. He's like, "Okay, I'm done." Yeah, it's like I think the, I think the people it's the same with jujitsu, right? Where there's levels to the game. It's the same with Muay Thai and like striking that there's so many levels. Like 
um, there's this, um, um, what do you call it? Not a power lifter, but what are those guys, the strongest man? Bradley Martin? No, one of those guys. So, so like, there's power lifters, yeah, there's bodybuilders. The, they do the strongest man thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now, strong man. Yeah, strong strong man. He did uh, Eddie Hall. I think he's not oh, yeah. Yeah. He He was at, he, I don't know if you saw, he's, these guys are trying to do MMA now. Um, so he was at uh, some gym, and he was doing, like, I don't know if it's kickboxing or Muay Thai or whatever. And so he was like, oh, do you, you know, he was talking with the, the whoever's teaching him, and he's like, uh, do you think I could take a full kick, you know, to my leg or whatever? <laughs> and he was like, no. And he goes, here, I've got something for you. And he calls this little kid over. He's probably like 10, 10, 11 years old, you know? And he's like, I don't even know if he's going to be able to, to do take it. Take the kick from a 10-year-old? He's like, but he's like, if he does the <clears throat> technique right, like, you know? And so this little kid just was like, bam, laid into him. And he was like, oh, my okay. God. Ba so this is a perfect transition for the most broke baller I know. <laughs> What's it going to take to let him kick your leg? It ain't happening. Uh -uh, hundred bucks? Not having it. Two hundred. You got tree trunks. You can absorb it. Fuck no. Mm -hmm. Man, it ain't happening. Let me let. Let's let him. <laughs> I'm not you. retarded. It's not happening. Come on. <laughs> you can just stop. There's not. It's just so, never happened. So you were kicking poles and shit. What else would you kick? Would you kick like trees or like the bag, man? That's so the, the bag. bag. The heavy bag. The bottom it, right? of the heavy bag where that oh, sand yeah, the, it, it, it it absorbs the bottom to yeah. become it's like a compound. Yeah. It's it's kicking that. You do like I would train, and then I want to do the hundred kick thing. Uh, so hundred, 100, round, 100, 100 roundhouse yeah. per leg, or technically fifty each leg, you yeah. know. But a good, good cool down, just conditioning that shin. And then with my crew, I used to. I he would wear like a little, kind of like a, like a small little layer of shin guard, mm -hmm. and I bare shin would kick him. To kind and of he would just like, like check. He him. would check it, and it would. I would do it with tap, tap. You know, after class. Cause he would break cement with his yeah. roundhouse. Oh man! Like the blocks. Yeah. The, Imagine being yeah. a normal person yeah. and you fuck around and find out. Yeah. And you kick like something like that. that would That's be the bad. thing. No matter who you really are, a big beastly man. Yeah. Like if you if you block that, your you arm's broken. It. Yeah, yeah, break it. Cause you're break. That guy's yeah. breaking cement, so you, yeah. he's, he's slicing through you. Yeah. Oh. You can't really defend that. It's like, like Mr. Miyagi. None can defend. Yeah. He said yeah. that. There, there's been a couple of fights I've seen and where they, where they, where they, block, they block it and their yeah. arm just boom snaps. Uh, like, oh, one championship. Man. I watch a lot of one championship, and that's that's. I've noticed a lot of guys being their mobility gets taken away from leg kicks. Their arm, you know, yeah. Just, yeah. disfigured yeah. from a kick. And what's it like when you catch an elbow and you throw a kick like that, though? <clears throat> like when you when someone's kicking you or you're kicking someone and they blocking. I, I always their elbow. I always absorb this part of my elbow. No, but what if you kick someone's elbow? Oh, that hurt? that's if they're kicking. If they're yeah. not turning over and they're yeah. kicking upright, that's gonna really hurt. Yeah. So something you know. You know, we compete once, you know, as amateurs, hobbyists, however you want yeah. to call it, um, pretty pretty frequently. Um, I do, he, this guy doesn't really do anything. He just kind of fucking keeps showing up to the gym um, <laughs> and eating burritos and shit. Um, yeah, I tend to like. Do you ever notice how happy I am, though, compared to you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not arguing with that. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, I am not arguing and with I that. And I already put in the work. <laughs> yeah, I'm not arguing with that. But. I so, put in the work from day one at a white belt. You're always like, I can't so, get it. So, I can't get it. So for me, like I go through the whole like, I'm, I try to get to a lower weight, and so cutting weight, and you know more training like twice a day. I try to go twice a day, cardio like active recovery. So I'll do like yeah. Well, cardio fuck, on what's the weekend, wrong with you right now? You go twice a day. What's wrong with you right now? This is this is probably the main. Thing that you need for that. It's right all now. I drink is water. Good. Yeah. Bullshit. Uh, Last time you had a fucking energy well, drink. Well, yeah. Well, the ten calorie one. I do. But like that. Yeah, it hurts too. Calorie. Zero calorie. Let me let me let me yeah. say something. When it, I do the same thing with coffee. When it comes, I'm about to go roll. Or I'm gonna go do Muay Thai sparring. I will have energy drink or coffee. I yeah. mean, I'm gonna burn that off. So yeah. I I th that's fine. Yeah. If you're gonna yeah. drink it like that. Well, but the ones I, mean, I get are zero calories, no sugar. Yeah. So that's so. They're still not good for you. And yeah. The, yeah, that's what I hear. Like you know, I, I try to. I have a thing. My guilty pleasure is diet coke. <sighs> but I hear it's the, the that that yeah that that yeah. stuff's not good. So I had yeah. to go to the you know like Coffee. Seven Up Zero and stuff. Yeah. But I'm not a soda guy. But when I do, I, I go to the the sugar free. You so, know. Yeah. So what was your? I guess that's that's kind of where I was going. Was like so those are some of the things that, you know for jujitsu. You know we're not. You know, what is your what is when you're getting ready? Like how far out do you start like your camp? Like, what does your camp look like? Are you training every single day? Do you have rest days? So when I was mainly, when I was doing the amateur stuff in the beginning, I, I did two smokers out of my, my home gym. It was an MMA gym, the Arena, Arena MMA. Mm -hmm. um, that was back 2010, 
10 or something. So, um, Damn. that was years ago. Deep in the game, yeah. And yeah, there is, and that was a yeah. gym with like a lot of MMA names at the time. And, and it's a, it was, um, it was growing. They, they knocked down the wall with the Soma and they made it twice as big. Um, that's when I met my crew, Crew Mark. Um, Can you explain what crew is? Crew is teacher and Thai. But it's okay. like the way of like, you know, for coaching for Muay Thai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's KRU. And <clears throat> yeah, when, I, when he approached me and he, he, we, we talked, I, I was like, that his class was the last class I was going to take, you know, because I've been doing jiu-jitsu and boxing. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do his class right after and do Muay Thai. Once I got into it, man, because maybe it's because I had that, you know, a little bit of a background of kickboxing and stuff, boxing, and I was just... It's fun, man. It was, it was yeah, it was, it was, it was fun, and, and then I got into Muay Thai, and then ever since, he was like, he became a, my mentor and almost like a father figure for, for many years there. I think, I've, we've, I've told him, we've talked about it a couple of times, when I was younger, before I started having kids, there was, um, I was, I'm from San Diego, there was a place called City Boxing. Uh, downtown San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Brandon oh, Vera I know where that is. That. Yeah, yeah. So I trained there for a while while he was there. So I would take, I would do Muay Thai with Brandon, and as this, that was brutal stuff, man. I, yeah. I was like, man, this is. But so I was like, city really boxing and the down the street boxing club, mm-hmm. and then yeah, there's, yeah. There's a lot of boxing. Gym and right it, there. it was like, um, I did Kempo when I was younger, and me then, too. Um, That's where I was doing the point. Oh, nice. Point stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then so then I was like. You know, I was like, oh, I'm going to try something new. And I went in there and did Muay Thai and boxing. And, you know, you were, you were talking about kicking the bags a bunch of stuff. And I just remember, like, they'd be like, Shins you'd run bag. around the block and then come back and you'd be like, 20 right kicks, 20 left kicks, yeah. then push it's up, then that, run around the block, that, and come back and do it again. And the it was roundhouse, like over and over and over again. The roundhouse snap, you you want yeah. that a thousand times, man. I yeah, would it's, it's fun to, to do. you do that now. I would die. <laughs> well, maybe not as bad as when I first started jujitsu. Carlos, let me I'm let me say, even checking, I've and yeah. there's a fight that I did really good. It was an amazing fight. As you can see, the guy's like a Dutch kickboxer type of style. He blasted me, but I I was like yeah, my, so my shin bone, yeah. my shin bone, my shin bone from checking his heavy kicks swell up yeah. after the fight. Wow. We were watching. Um, I was watching uh, Strickland's fight. You watch how Strickland was checking every He's kick. really good at he was like, that check. Yeah. That it was like, he has a weird He never check. even like, always. yeah, it was just, it was weird because yeah. it was very, um, I almost want to say robotic. Like, yeah. he he wouldn't even like, it was he always looking forward, never even yeah. looks down. Right. And it's like, boom, boom, Well, boom, you got to remember, there, there's, like, man, that's there's crazy. two muscles you got to protect right there, your calf and then your, yeah, then calf. you get your quad. So... That's what they're gonna hit if you don't check. Yeah, you could, you know, you could post into it, like put a foundation into it, but you gotta, you gotta cock something ready to go. Yeah. So when you when you first started Muay Thai, were they messing with the low calf kick at all? Because that that seems mm-hmm. like it's like a newer, newer thing, thing, right? Yeah. It was. It was. I knew what it was, yeah. but I never did it. No one really. was using it. Using yeah. it. Do you I was going. I go. I was going outside thigh, yeah. inside thigh. So what did they, body? Did they teach it? And it was just not something that was like they were like, yeah, you should do this. Or no one really it works, under, but no one understood like it how works, but effective. it's like a spin kick. It works at the right. With the, you have to do it the right perfect angle, ra- angle time, and, and the, you know because yeah. they if it's easy to to move your foot up to check it. So it's more. Do you think more about the progression of the sport and the, and the progression of the skill that's allowed people to be so successful with it? Because mm-hmm. yeah, they they have a good setup for it. Yeah. Like yeah, so yeah, maybe like setup. a good one, two, three, or then, just like a, a good one, two, and then they they snap that kick yeah. right to the calf. You know. So are you so you said you're watching a lot of one um, in the, in a one at uh, one championship. They have they have straight Muay Thai fights in it. Yeah. Are they are they messing around with that low calf kick in Muay Thai, or is that just an MMA thing right now? MMA, really, but that makes yeah. sense because yeah. it's mixed martial arts. Yeah, yeah. it's a little of everything. Yeah. Yeah. They pull the best stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I did a lot of drilling with you know some MMA coaches that they, they put that in their combos. Mm-hmm. So the setup, that's yeah. kind of what you go yeah. back to. Yeah, setting it up, making it available for you to for yep. it to be effective, successful to be effective. effective. Yeah, because yep. man, those things. You see people just get destroyed with those, and it's like they can't even like post on it. They can't put weight on it. It's yeah. like. I've been Ooh. keeping up a little bit of MMA, you know, the UFC and stuff, um, but mainly one championship is 
where yeah. I, I watch almost every fight. And then they, they got a lot of really cool shit going on because they're doing like uh, they'll do mixed rules fights, but they'll also do straight Muay Thai, straight Jiu Jitsu, and they ha and they have it all on the same card. MMA fights, yeah. So like it'll be like two or three Muay Thai fights, a couple Jiu Jitsu yeah, cool fights, MMA like all in yeah, one. It's cool yeah. to see. I mean, one championship is the biggest fight organization in the world. In Indonesia, yeah. yeah. Well, in the world, yeah. they they get they get more impressions than the UFC does. Yeah, they're 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 huge. It's, where, it's giant. I remember when when Brandon went over there because he that's after his UFC little stint. Obera. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like, and he he got I think he got like the raw end. You know, he goes up against the with Diago uh, Silva, Silva yeah. who's elbows him in the face, breaks his fucking face open, and then it's comes a dog out fight. the dude's comes out the dude's fucking juice to the gills, mm -hmm. uh, and it's like, hey, ah, if you're not man. trying to cheat, you're not trying to win. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, he, especially he that era. Everyone was on dude, he went up against. Like, he went up with some of the greatest too, like Frank Mir. Like, and then and then he went over to, to one of uh, uh, one and just. Dude, I saw I saw Frank Mir at uh, ADCC last time. Dude, he's a he scary is dude. Fucking huge. He's yeah, a scary he, man. Yes, he's also giant. And, he, and you know, he almost died yeah. in the yeah, motorcycle yeah. accident. That and was, he came uh, back. That was before or after the first he's, Brock fight? That he's, was before. He's yeah. got some good jiu-jitsu, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah he, I mean that's his that's his, his base. Game is yeah. like, his base is. He was able, and remember, I remember when he, I remember I used to love the fights with. He had two of them, I think, with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, two of them. Yeah. And he was using his jujitsu, and Brock was using his wrestling yeah. and, and his ground yeah. and pound. And I was just, I was just like, dang. His, his, yeah, he Frank, caught him in a was it a heel hook or something? Yeah, he he, he got him one, one time, I think, and then Brock yeah, got Brock him another won time. The second yeah, time. yeah. Well, Brock is just. He's a monster. Yeah, he's just he's naturally big, big boy. Yeah. Big boy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine how big Brock is because Frank Mir was like oh, unbelievable. He towered over Frank Mir. When yeah. you watch the footage, like you watch it, like holy crap. Yeah, Brock is fucking scary, dude. Yeah, dude, that's a scary human. And he know. moves, and he moves like he's, he's like Cody. Light. Yeah, he's like Cody. Yeah. That's Cody. a Cody's new name. Dude, Cody's ridiculous. Yeah. Cody's ridiculous, yeah. man. He's like yeah. he moves like. I'm like, you're not supposed to move like that, bro. You're not supposed to be able to do that. He's very. Agile and athletic. Like he's explosive. Explosive. Yeah, yeah. You know for, why? for his size, for yeah. 250. Yeah. He, he was a two-athlete sport person in fucking high school. Yeah. And he was also like 180 pounds, like and fucking smashing fools playing soccer. He was yeah. like, you know, I think close to a college-level soccer player. Wow. I mean, he just got lazy. Cody. Yeah. <laughs> Cody, Cody. Don't beat me up because you're, uh, you're still on the no-roll list, dog. <laughs> I'm still injured. Yeah, yeah, rolling with him is rough. It's hard. hard uh... I keep forgetting we're getting filmed. I yeah. thought this is all recording. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every every time he's like, "Hey, you want to get one in?" I'm like, "No, I don't." <laughs> he's ducking Cody. Huh? Oh, so I've been ducking ever since Thanksgiving, since he gave me a black eye. Yeah. Fucking yeah. need me in the. He need me right in the face. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah, the black yeah, eye. And my my mother in law wanted to. Uh, she wanted to take a picture of us just for like a family picture, or whatever. And she's like, no, 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 I'll, I'll get it after. I'll get it after. And I was like, just fucking do it now. I'm sitting here. And so she did it, and I was like, oh, I have a black eye. She didn't want the one with the black eye. <laughs> hey, Cody, he's got that strength, man. And, and for, for being a grappler, he's got hands. Yeah. Man, he's, I, it's, yeah, he's, so, he's, so, he's one of the scariest roles for sure. Yeah, because he's, he's fast and dude, he's good. Yeah, he's he's good. super technical. He yeah. spins out. Yeah, he spins out. Up. You can't you can't hold on because not because he's fat, but he's just such a big person. Like you can't you can't I, like control him. I'm sorry, I have to say this, Cody. I saw him get fucking the most textbooked fireman's carry on him. It was by Kyle. No, it was. Uh, um, it don't count. Um, oh, you don't got to say his name. Anyways, he caught him with it. And I watched it happen, and I, at first I was like, there's no way he's going. And it was so textbook, Cody literally flew through the air. It was like, bam! And I was like, oh my god! Yeah, I couldn't popped up and fucking put it working on it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and he was like, dude, I can't, he's like, I can't believe he hit me. He hit that. <laughs> I was like, I was impressed. Yeah. I was like, holy crap, I can't believe he, he got that on you, man. That's wild. Yeah, because like you yeah. don't see that happening to yeah. Cody very often. You don't want to get stuck under Cody because it's a nightmare. Telling you, <laughs> I just wait for the tornado to stop. I try to grab him and make him stop. Yeah, yeah he's fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, but back to your Muay Thai journey. So you said you you trained at the arena. Is that where you started for, for ten arena years? Arena MMA. Yeah, for like ten years. And then where'd you go after that? Victory MMA. So oh, so you you got your your highest rank status. You said the red belt. What's it called? How do you say the what Monkle. are they Monkle. So you got that there, right? Yeah. And then you started training at Victory MMA. If, yeah. if you're not from California, you might not know who that is, but that's Jocko's and um, Dean Lister's gym, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're the owners of it? They're the owners. But it's, and it's an MMA gym, so there's straight jiu-jitsu, there's straight, straight Muay Thai, because I see yeah. you training Muay Thai there. 
And then there's MMA, and then so yeah, the Alliance team trains there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So you ever train with Dominic like Cruz? Dominic there? Cruz? No, because I'm not an MMA guy. Oh, okay. So he's trying. He's only training straight MMA. He's straight there. the MMA guys. Yeah. yeah. So that, I wanted to ask you that when you were talking earlier, like not to be like disrespectful, but like when you go against MMA guys, I would assume your striking is so much higher level. And then like when the jujitsu guys go, usually the jujitsu is way higher level. But those dudes, like the gas tank those guys have, and the ability for them to mix it up makes them. Un- impossible to you know, roll with or fight. I've know. never really had anyone in a Muay Thai, you know, spar that, that has ever shot, you know, except uh, one guy from yeah. Brazil, but that was back at the arena. It was okay. a big, big guy. He was, he was, and it was right? a technical, yeah, and yeah. it was very technical, yeah. you know, but yeah. it was just cool that he, he being a jiu-jitsu guy, yeah. he's adding that in yeah, there with so, the yeah. combo, you know. But when, when you're sparring with like MMA guys, do you feel like your, your level is elevated because you focus just on, on Muay Thai I, for so long? Yeah, we, some, yeah, there's some good, there's definitely some good MMA strikers mm-hmm. that throw hands with me. Yeah. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would have thought it was the opposite way. Because like when you put like the MMA guys with like, let's say equal skill level, like a dude that would be like a quote unquote black belt MMA versus straight jujitsu, and you give them straight jujitsu rules, usually the jujitsu guys win. But yeah. if, you, if you just if it's just grappling, usually the MMA guys win. But see the <clears throat> the thing about the MMA guys are so well versed. Yeah. That. that and I keep, you know, the way I'm, I'm working with these guys, I'm not trying to bully or put, yeah. I pressure them, but not in a way where it's like, we're going to make it a dog fight, which yeah, an right. MMA fighter wants. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You see what I mean? Because they want to catch you yeah. in the transitions. Right. Or like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Overhands. I, you know, overhands, you can't play around with too much. Elbows. I, when I, when I do work in the clinch and I have, I always have elbow pads on. Mm-hmm. And then like the accidents only happen when the sweat makes my the elbow slide. pad slip. It no, makes no, it slide. No. And then I do a slicing elbow, and it's like, oops, bone on bone. And then Damn. the mat, you know, yeah. start, they start leaking. Yeah. It's like, that's an accident yeah. of, you know. Yeah, it happens. It does just it, happens. It's just like in jujitsu, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Do, do those, those kind of things happen a lot in Muay Thai? Because, like, I would assume, like, the – so when you, I bet when you, when you spar with guys at your level, it's always, like, playful. But then you spar with, like, the quote-unquote bite belts. They probably start trying to get aggro. And, like, you catch them with something, they're like, oh, hell no. They try to catch you, and you're like – the, Within the last two years – Mainly when I was at Victory, um, there'd be guys. Then they'd end up being my friend, you know. Mm-hmm. But you you, you kind of read them, and they, if they're bigger, and they see me, a guy that's six two, fights at one eighty, or you know, they're probably like, okay, like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try to blast them too. Mm-hmm. When they do that, I have to like. Yeah. Know, I remember you just have to turn it up. I, I I put my I, I just do a Muay Thai clinch and, and just just dump them on the mat and be mm-hmm. like, hey man, like. Yeah. Like I'm experienced here. Like yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'll, you know, we're here to fight to do our technical yeah. spar, you know. And then, yeah. then, then, then they flow, you yeah. know. Yeah. I, I remember that when I first started doing jujitsu, I was like, I'm so much bigger and like probably stronger than most of those people. I'm just gonna bully through shit. And it's like I didn't realize they were playing with me for such a long time. You know. What yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah. That yeah, didn't yeah, work. Then, yeah. Then you realize that they're they're just playing with you, and you're like, oh, now I get it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. so for yeah. my for my motto in a way is like the white back white belt Ringner yeah. Ringner you're saying earlier. Yeah. Like that, the same thing goes with striking. You got those guys that just go in there and this one do one twos, one twos, one yeah, twos, and go. Down a bit. Yeah, and then when and then I've had the guy where I, I clinch him up, tell him like, hey man, you need, you know relax in your clinch, and he starts doing the rabbit punches like the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like 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 it's like all right, dude. Like we're not like we're not fighting for points yeah, yeah, to yeah. see who's gonna win this this round. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's just things that yeah. like you know things that. You just got to communicate. That's the yeah. main thing when you spar, you roll, communicate. Especially when you roll and you're like, oh, my shoulder's really messed up. You tell them, hey, you know, keep it easy. If, I, if you give me a half guard, don't go for my arm or yeah. something. You know? That's such a delicate thing to do because sometimes, like, you know, someone will say that and then all of a sudden you give them, you're like, okay, we'll start here. We'll take yeah. it easy. And all of a sudden they're going 100%. And you're like, yeah. I, thought you yeah. were, I thought you were injured here. Yeah. Yeah, you're trying to take it easy. Yeah. Now you're trying to murder sometimes me. Sometimes I, I, I remember back in the day. When I'd be fighting amateur, you know, getting bang, banged up, I, I wouldn't even tell people because when I would tell yeah. them, like, oh, I'm not wearing a cup or something, and then I just get kicked in the balls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just, if you don't tell them, it's just, it, it seems like it doesn't happen. I, I but when to, you do it, that's does. kind of, unless I'm like, like, really messed up, like if I'm sore or something, I'm the same way. I, I try not to just bring it up because, because what if I do want to, what if we do get into, yeah. sometimes you, I mean, I'm sure you've gone in where you get into a role and it, it turns into a freaking battle. Yeah. And it's just so much fun. You're yeah, just like, yeah. you're just enjoying the role. The, the back and forth, yeah. and then you're like, if you had told them, oh, I'm injured, 
You now you feel like an yeah. asshole. Yeah, so I just try to stay quiet, yeah. and then I just like yeah. I just tap if I have to. That's why. Like, All right. That's I'm why I like going off. with the purples and browns yeah. because it's like you can get a good roll without them trying to do like to muscle something where you yeah. get hurt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they're they're just being technical. They're playing, you know, they're playing, you know, playing around and stuff. But like uh, when I when I have have had injuries, I try not to tell people. Like they might know because I talked about it earlier or whatever. But I try not to tell them before a roll because maybe they just. They just play too light, and then it's like, what are we here for? It's like, yeah, you know, we're here to get it in. Like, and I always tell him, like, like I was rolling, I was rolling with Josh up today, and he was about to get something. He's like, oh, I was attacking the arm. I was like, no, keep going. If it hurts, I'll tap. You yeah, know exactly. I mean? It's like, I'll, yeah. I'll tap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's a, that's the thing, and and that's what I've been learning. You know, I'm not much of a jujitsu guy, but when you know, not, yet. Not, you yeah, not, not yet, not yet, dude. Today, but, but yeah. you just gotta have the ego. You gotta let your ego go when it comes to yeah. no one to tap. Yeah. No yeah. one to tap. Because I, I think that also comes with age because you'll see a lot of the younger cats, the younger kids, even teen kids, yeah. they come in there, they just don't want to tap. And so yeah. you have to be like, hey, tap. Yeah. And they're like, well, it wasn't hurting. I'm like, no, no, no. You're gonna get your You're gonna broken. get broken yeah. off here. Yeah. You need to learn how to tap. And you and I think um as you get older, you, everyone still has an ego, but you're not worried about tapping. Like, yeah. you're just like, dude, whatever, you got me. Good job, yeah. you know? Is that is that hard to kind of flow in Muay Thai? Because, like, let's say you're flowing and someone catches you with, like, just a stiff jab. Do you want to turn it up or do you, do you have, like, the wear? No, I, I, I like, keep yourself. Keep your yeah. calm. You yeah, got to keep, yeah. always keep calm. Yeah. Is that what you get I, more I, to when you start to turn I it up? I may let my, like, for instance, like, they do something, like, when I, I, I do the, the lever shot, yeah. just to kind of, like, to humble them a little bit, just yeah. to show them, be like, like you know, mm -hmm. chill out, or like I could, I could turn it up too. Like you yeah. know, like yeah. kind of, just without having to make it a full-on dogfight. Yeah, that's the thing with I think with jujitsu, it's probably easier to do that because, you know, with striking, it's like you, it's striking. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. can like, I could just put you in a really uncomfortable position and be yeah. like, you wanted to go hard. Now I don't even have to. I'm not even. It's like I'm not even wanting to submit you. I want to make you suffer. Right, right. <laughs> like, no, you're going to suffer. I mean, That's what's going to happen here. I feel bad saying it, but like half the times I roll with like the white belts who get off spazzy, I mean, it's like I'm not trying to tap them. I'm trying to, you know. Yeah, wrangle them. Yeah. Like, wrangle. hey, know your, yeah. know your role, it, man. It's like, You hey, guys have like good that. size. You're yeah. Not yeah. To, that you, I'm working on that cross face. Use that it's weight. Mean, yeah, it's, it's mean to work on, but I've been working on cross facing people because like if I roll with you, but I could cross face you all I want, but you're not going to move your neck. Mm -mm. But you get the people that don't know how to do it. You're yeah. good there. You can keep okay. going. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, so like you, you, You'll crossface them, and then they give you the position. Like this, the crossface is so powerful. Like, I, I, it's it's a technique you have to work on, unfortunately, because yeah. like you're grinding people's faces with your gi. But yeah, I mean, it is a technique. The crossface yeah. is a real. Oh, one hundred percent. Well, you use in wrestling all the time. Yeah, and and it's funny you say crossface because that's a big thing I've been teaching in my class for, you know, from Muay Thai. Yeah, the crossface. Really? The crossface is putting the glove. Uh, yeah, yeah. Put, yeah putting yeah, the glove out. See. It's not a punch, but it's so they can't see, yeah, and yeah. then you could just blast that yeah. body, you know, or blast yeah, that yeah. leg. That was when I was doing the Muay Thai and the boxing. That was yeah. a big thing that they would always yeah, cross talk face. about, like hey, yeah. a post. Yeah, yeah. Post the hand out there because yeah. then they can't see it, and you can mm -hmm. come back with something afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah really and it's really like freaking annoying. I always thought people just did it to defend. Oh, it's it's a it's a you do it with the purpose. Yeah, the purpose. Yeah, and it's annoying when they have the glove in your face. Like, and then you you what you up doing you're like get out of my face you're like boom oh, and then the, and, and you can parry you yeah, know yeah. Parry. i like to do the the simplest one parry the glove right to the jab you know <laughs> and i'm a southpaw so i uh, my hand you now know our legs are close to get our, our my right leg's close to their left leg you know like this and then parry pop yeah just, you know just play around and that's the thing about muay thai you have fun that's that's how I, the the most successful fighters I've seen out there across seas. Enjoying it. They're having fun. You know, obviously like Sanchai yeah. and Bukau and those guys that Lurzilla likes to do the cartwheel kick like Sanchai. They just they like to do their like yeah, acrobats. Yeah. They're having fun. They're, it's like going in there and playing like, like we were kids jumping hard. in the trampoline. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. who, who did who did Superflex just fight? He fought like another like really like legendary guy. Uh, Superflectus yeah. fought. You know he fought was some. It was, no no. He fought um, a K1 uh, kickboxer in Japan. Yeah. I didn't watch oh. it yet. I actually need to watch yeah. it. It just came out last weekend. Yeah, I saw that, but it was like another like legendary guy. And I watched the, I watched like the highlights of it. And they were like they were fighting, but they were also like having fun and like showing off the whole yeah. time. I like that. And like you know, you're talking about Thailand and stuff. Have you ever have you pay attention to like the actual like the way they do it in Thailand much? Like the way they do the fights and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know this to be true, but I was listening to something or something about Muay Thai. I, like the first round, they don't fight hard. They're kind of feeling each other out, and the bed, and the yeah. betting starts in the second and the third round, right? Is is that, is that how it works? So, 
what from what I see, like from like you know kickboxing yeah. to Muay Thai. Mm -hmm. Muay Thai, there's gears like it's like a car. I always mm -hmm. got philosophies mm -hmm. told to me, you know, from you know the, their gears, you know, and I see like the great fighters like Bukal, they fight in Sencha, they fight different gears, and then they then there's then they come out and there's rounds where they're coming out mm -hmm. and they're they're on fire. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's it's just the first round usually, and what I use for one of my best fights ever, the first thirty seconds. Or you know the first or the first round for the most part, feel it out. Okay, okay. kind of you're kind of getting warm and in judging there distance, it, how it, they it, react to things, yeah. their reaction yeah. times, things like that. Is is Muay Thai uh, three rounds? Um, three rounds, yes. Three five uh, minute rounds, and then it'd be five, four or five, depending on the promotion for, um, for like championship. championship. Yeah. yeah. I wish jujitsu had fucking rounds because I'd be stuck with someone on the half guard. Like, let me start over. Get up on this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, five yeah. minute, five minutes. So because Muay Thai is three minutes. So. Yeah, okay. But it's yeah. three minutes of explosiveness. Yeah, explosiveness. yeah, yeah. yeah. Boxing is so, three minutes too, isn't it? Yeah, three minutes. Yeah. So do you think I was? We were talking about this last week. Um, I had just watched this video with um, Saint Pierre where he was talking about uh, feints yeah. and doing a lot of feints to try to overload the other opponents' like nervous system and so, make them react and then overreact and react yep, back to the yep. point where. To the point where now, now they're, he was explaining it more like a muscle. He, he was saying that their nervous system is like a muscle. So like if you're doing curls, even with a small weight, eventually it's going to get tired. Right. And he was saying that he, when he would do is overload like little feints and whatever. So that eventually, it, he said it would slow their reaction time down. And now he was able to get stuff in. Do, do, you, is there, do you, Have you seen anything like that in Muay Thai where they talk about things like that? Like trying to get them to... So any techniques to lower their reaction time? Feints are very great. Um, I've been actually been doing a lot in my combos since I've been at Victory. Um, lots of feints. Lots of feints. Um, way more than I did when I was at the arena just because I was doing more of a traditional style. Mm -hmm. And the feints are just, you throw it in there every once in a while. But um, with, you know, adding a lot of kickboxing and what I've been doing lately, um, the feints are used a lot. That's to, to you know, because in Muay Thai, you know, my crew always said, do not flinch. That was his thing. When, especially when they kick the leg, don't flinch. Go into it, you know, go against the grain, you know, uh, check. But flinching, it, the judges see that in Muay Thai. You lose oh, point. Really? Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not what they want to see. Yeah. What's the difference? So, more, that goes so, to the art side of, of what so, it is. And and, like, so if you make, just not what they and do. if, yeah, and no, 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 not, 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 not saying that. I'm just saying, um, the between of, Making your opponent faint from mm -hmm. doing feints is uh -huh. um, on the uh, offensive side. Yeah. Offensive side, you know. Okay. So, so if you flinch, you look like a bitch, and then fucking yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, two for flinching, homie. And but, you uh, know, and yeah. I'm sure you've seen yeah. people catch leg leg kicks, yeah. and their legs, they just yeah. their body goes to the side, yeah. and it just doesn't look proper. It's yeah. it's all the judges are, are observing everything. Yeah. Got you. What, what's the difference between Muay Thai and kickboxing? <sighs> Um, there's this really, uh, it, from, I got to say about Muay Thai is it's, it's very similar. There's okay. really no difference. Um, how, what I observed in my life of kickboxing and Muay Thai, a lot of kickboxing was, you know, used from Muay Thai, um, lots of things that worked, maybe some things that were c cut out. I mean, I don't, it's just a different, more. It's a more. Um, there's not a lot of it's elbows a, in, in. Yeah, well, there's definitely right? and the, so. yeah, there's definitely no elbows. Definitely no. I mean, I see Glory kickboxing and those fighters use knees, but then they stop and have to break. Yeah. So I mean, you really see kickboxing is more like, especially back in the '80s in the golden era of Muay Thai, when the, that's when the, the Thai fighters yeah. and the, came and fought the karate fighters. You'd see like you know the Rufuses and they would they didn't know how to bet first they, they're yeah. getting their legs blasted. That's like the most legendary fight that yeah. changed uh, Rick Rufus because there's do you know who R R the Rufuses are? Um, what's his brother's name? Not Rick. Uh, there's Rick and Duke. Yeah, Duke. So Duke runs uh, a, a gym in Michigan or Minnesota. Uh, when Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Or, yeah. So yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, it's Milwaukee. It's a, Where, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's a really famous MMA gym. He runs it uh, with uh, Anthony Pettis. It's called Rufus Fort. Yeah. But there's a video from him when he was a kid because his brother got his ass beat by a tie fighter. Like, and this tie fighter just kept kicking his leg and kicking his leg and kicking his leg. And then finally, I think Rick had to quit or he got TKO'd because of it. And it's famously Duke Rufus said, "Yeah, that whole kicking the leg thing—that's not real fighting." 
And then they pioneered it in MMA. Like when they started breaking into MMA, they like pioneered like the like the kick in the thighs and stuff. And and did, and see that's where my style came from. Yeah. Did the original? From the golden era. Yeah. And and um in older like that style of kickboxing back in the day, they weren't kicking with shins then either, were they? No. It was kind of like not the foot. It was kind of like quick little quick little thing on that. Um, Mike Krumark, my my master, he uh, in his book he talks about. In Vegas, they used to check because they stood. They still for the kickboxing matches had to wear the karate pants. Oh. So they would yeah. check his shins because they think that because he would kick he would kick them and the the, the ref the ref there. would think that he would have something attached to his shin. Yeah, but yeah. it's just as he's kicking their leg yeah. and it's yeah. just so like it feels thing. it feels like a sword. Yeah, yeah it's like you know? getting hit with a bat. bat. Versus yeah, like yeah. That was, I, I remember. Um, I'm almost. There's a huge difference. Kick me. There was a whole there was a whole difference between um, <laughs> you know in, in karate you, it was all foot like you just yeah. and that's and, and, and that's and that's what I, I learned. It was like straight shin everything was yeah. shin. And you shin, bend shin. you bend your you bend you know it's 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 a mechanic of you bend you know you you have one arm bracing the other mm -hmm. side in case like a hook comes yep. or something, and then the other one's like a running the motion yeah. for your swing your momentum yep. your hips move over. And then you bring it up kind of like a knee, like it's your aim, and then let your leg out. But the, but you don't let your leg out and go out straight it's because hyperextension and mm -hmm. whatnot. But and it's it's weird the snap when you keep it a little like not a full elbow, but just have it a little bit curved when you throw it, and the shin hits the the thigh or the mm -hmm. body or the head. It's it's lights out. Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's rough. That's why anytime like. You watch even even just watching UFC. You watch people fight, and you're like, yeah. man. Like you watch someone get a get a, a leg kick, and you're just like, man. And everyone's like, oh yeah. And I'm like, nah, I don't Silva, think you understand. That's, yeah. that's Silva brutal. days, man. When I used to see Silva, like he in Muay Thai, they're here. Oh, they're always yeah. here. Yeah. But he he had the opportunity of his head, you know, his hands down, yeah. just yeah. moving around because yeah. he was he was like so in the matrix. Yeah. 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 And then you see like the same thing with Aldisanya, you know, and but in in, in Thailand, this is. Hands right in yeah. front of them, you know. They're ready to block their elbow, and yeah. it's a march. Yeah. They call it a tie yeah. march. Did you, know? you uh, did you watch the fight between Khalil Roundtree and Gokhan Saki? I did not. So Gokhan, I'm not super familiar with him, but I think he's like a multiple time Glory World Champion. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, boy, um, Khalil is a big black dude from Vegas. Yeah. And mm -hmm. for some reason, he went to Thailand mm -hmm. and just trained straight Thai boxing. He came out like fucking Sagat in Street Fighter and fucked oh, up Gokhan oh. Saki. Like he came up, like you said, with that march and he just marched down Gokhan Saki who like... So Khalil at that time was kind of on the downslide. Like he, he was popping because he was on the Ultimate Fighter and he had a good enough personality where he made it into the UFC even though he lost. And then he won a couple fights and then he, he was getting fucked up. Like I think he lost three or four in a row, but he's a heavyweight so they kept him around or a light heavyweight so they kept him around. And they were trying to bring in this like this legendary fighter and then Gokhan Saki, he's, I think he's Armenian, he's a big fucking Armenian mm -hmm. dude, but he's I'm pretty sure he's a Thai fighter, uh, or whatever they do in Glory. And Glory they, kickboxing. Kick, yeah, and they tried to like feed Khalil to him. They're like, Yeah, we're gonna give you Khalil because like we want you to get a win to start popping you up. And Khalil was in Thailand for years, I think a couple years, and he came out straight that time thing and just fucking marched him down and knocked him out in the fucking up against the cage. And it was like that was probably one of the biggest upsets ever because a dude who's not being known as a tie fighter, a guy who's known as like a heavy-handed, like kind of a grappler, came out and knocked out uh, a mm -hmm. tie fighter or a guy who's fighting that style with that style, which I always thought was super cool. He's the only guy I've ever seen in the UFC come out and do that march, like where they're tapping the front foot wow. and stuff like that. You got to watch that fight; it's great. I always tap my foot when I fight. That's, so you, so that's, 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 that's like my thing, that's right? my thing. Um, yeah. I'm counting so I could because yeah. I like to set. I'm a teeper. My front teep. Yeah. Fall up for an elbow in a roundhouse, you know what I mean? And you just the teep. This yeah. it's, a, it's just a way to keep so rhythm. So you snap it off of that. I tap. snap it, but yeah. I'm I'm heavy on my back leg, which if you're a smart Muay Thai fighter, which I've seen some smart Muay Thai fighters do, they go for that back leg. Yeah, okay. That back leg, if you take that back leg out when they're tapping like that, yeah, that's where all their weight is. So, Oof. yeah, that's a a, a very. Um, it could if if you're tapping, just be sure that you're ready to check both sides. Yeah. Yeah, man. So what's what's the um, like the? I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. What's like the biggest injury that you've had that you've gotten that you had to deal with, or did you? Have my, you made my, it so my far? La my last fight. My last fight. I had a black eye and my um, sternum got bruised. Oh Ooh. shit! Ah. Was that from like a front kick or something? Oh, uh, it's from a knee. Damn. Oh, from like the clinch. Wow. Sternum bruise. Oh, yeah. that sounds, and that's probably like a yeah. deep bruise um, kind of thing. I teeped them really good. Mm -hmm. 
and then we got engaged in the clinch. He need me. And then seconds later, I was able to two and he dropped. But that's that's where I let myself go. And, you know, I'm thinking, and, and of course, you don't feel that at that moment. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking, like, I won the fight, you know, and then it goes back into a dog fight. Yeah. But later that night, I look in the mirror, my eyes starting to change. And then I'm trying to get some fresh air yeah. and I'm. Oh, man. And my sternum feels like there's something inside my sternum. Ouch. You know, th th speaking about like the fighting and stuff like that, so you've had a bunch of the amateur fights and you said one or two pro fights. So when you when you train Muay Thai, is there ever a time where you're going 100%? Um, fight camp, 70. So you're going hard. So what's the level change like when you go to a fight? Because like when we do jiu-jitsu, like – you might not stand at 100%, but when you're rolling, I mean, you hit those 100% marks quite a bit. You, maybe once a week you, you hit a hard roll that's like at 100%, but we, we're, I'm used to it. I know what it feels like to be gassed out and going, going harder, yeah. going harder, going harder, but you can never quite get – you never get the same adrenaline dump to you when you, when you first grab the grips on someone in jiu-jitsu at a tournament, you know what I mean? I, mean, I remember the first time I grabbed someone, I was like, why am I here? I, I grabbed this guy, and I was like – I fucked up. Why am I here? Yeah, you know what I mean. So like when you it's when you go into the, the it's two fights, things. Yeah. It's it's two different things. So when it's practicing, twenty percent. Okay. You work your technique. Mm -hmm. So when you're everyday sparring, you're just tapping people. Tapping, um, having fun. If you know if you if you do sweep them, you know don't blast yeah. them on the mat, just like you would in jujitsu. Yeah. Um, but then when you're getting ready for a fight, you know they, they shark. They call it's a shark tank mm -hmm. where you go in the ring. You got your headgear on, and you you go a little. You're going a reenactment of yeah, a fight of yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, a fight. Yeah. So you go rounds like rounds, Robin, almost like just keep victory. You... Victory do a they do a Shark Tank, which is they send in different fighters. So they're always fresh, and you're and yeah, and you're just surviving the rounds with them. But you're 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 fighting do, different guys. We do we do something similar in jujitsu. At times, he'll have like a. He'll like pick five people and you go in the middle, mm -hmm. and then the way it works is um, everyone lines up, yeah. and then you just as as you finish, you, the next person goes, and you stay in basically until yeah. Yeah. you 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 tap or someone beats you, and yeah. you just gotta keep staying in, staying in, staying in, staying in. Um, Have you ever uh, you ever you ever been doing striking there and like Jocko drops in to the class or anything? Funny story on that, quick one. So, I was. One, you know, one of my best days sparring, I was getting my flow. We were going like 17 rounds that day, but they were Jesus. pretty hard. They were, they were, yeah, no, they were. That's 17 in a row. And this is with the pro team. They were not pro team, the amateur team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The guys that are competing with me. So we're going and um, Jocko's there and he's with Patty the Batty. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I just finished sparring and they're watching us and, you know, I was like talking to them and I was like, and then I see them walk because Jocko's, um, recording, he is where he goes live is right there in our, our locker room, uh -huh. and so I go in there, and you know, Patty the Batty's going in there with him, and I'm just like, these guys are watching sparring, you know, and Jocko's just, you know, when I'm there sparring all the time, Jocko's there, and he's going live, and you know, all these, mm -hmm. I always have friends sending me TikToks of Jocko, and I'm like, he's yeah, right here. He's right, I mean, he's right <laughs> yeah. here. Like, I mean, I'm I'm showering next door to where he's speaking of. Yeah, yeah. Where they do the, they do the Jocko podcast. Yeah, there? yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I met him at. Um, he's he's way bigger than he looks on TV. Yeah, I met him at uh, World League. Just a World League oh, when yeah. his daughter was competing yeah. against. That's the day, that's when she went up against Helena. Oh, okay. Um, but he was there, so I got to meet him. Yeah, I talk. I talked to. I talked to him here from time to time, and Patty the Batty too. That's cool. That's cool. Um, that guy has such a. His transformation when he's off and he was he was off season at that yeah, time. Yeah, that's oh, so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that boy was he's, thick. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not that dude. Gets looks like fat, but he. Someone asked him, like, do you, do you hate the training or whatever, or like mm. the cutting weight, mm. or why don't you stay like that off season? Mm. And he was basically what you just said, because I want to be fucking happy. He's <laughs> food makes yeah. me happy. I want to be happy. Yeah. I still haven't gained any weight. <laughs> I've been chilling, just fucking keeping. I went to three p.m. today, and a he's couple motherfuckers weight. found out about that. Got paper cutter. Guys looking he's good. Guys looking good. Yeah, well, he's on steroids. Oh. So are you. Bitch. I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's always trying to yeah. try to. We, we, we were chatting a little bit on the way over here, and you're saying that you uh, so like 15 years ago, or maybe a little longer, you got into Muay Thai. But 
you started by being kind oh, no, of Oh, that was kickboxing. Oh, but, kickboxing, yeah. But Muay Thai, yeah. yes. Muay Thai yeah. about 12. Yeah, so you kind of, but you started kind of being like a bouncer at a, at a club, right? You were, yeah. You were there kind of at a club. You started by sweeping, but then you said you were real scrawny and stuff. And then yeah, I was a scrawny training. little guy, yeah. and, you know, I was just wanting to eat Carl's Jr. on my lunch break. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah. But, I, I mean, the, the, the whole martial arts life yeah. changed my perspective, perception yeah. of yeah. eating, you know? So when I went to... Uh, Worked there. It was at Soma, San Diego. It's a, a worldwide known punk venue there in San Diego. I was there. I worked there for about seven years. Um, Damn, really? Yeah. I was uh, lights for maybe like four after I was a maintenance guy. Um, then from lights, I moved up to, um, I started getting into a lot of power lifting. So I was went from like a 170 year to 230. Oh. Damn, and, you got to 230? Yeah. And uh, that was from a lot of, you know, going to lift weights. And then I was getting into jujitsu, you know, and boxing. Um, I fell off the jujitsu maybe a good nine months. I, I was at the, uh, next, I'm sorry, next door to the Arena MMA, my gym that I first went to. And I did boxing in the morning. And then I, you know, boxing helped me with a lot of Muay Thai. But I was just, I, I was like, man, I'm here three hours a day, like, I need I need to choose one. You were training three hours a day because you were because you said you were boxing. I was trying to do the MMA. I was trying to I was trying to go MMA. You know, like. Oh, you wanted to be a fighter. I I, yeah. Okay. And this was before I did my smokers, Mm -hmm. my first two smokers at the time. If you don't know what a smoker is, a smoker is like a setup fight, but at a gym. It's not like sanctioned by any sanctioning body. It's like dudes getting brained for you don't get. It's like an in-house. No, no. Your coach, your coach is the ref. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's like an in-house tournament. (laughs) But but the love. But there's 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 blood. It's (laughs) yeah. It's yeah. I've seen I've I've seen some smokers and they're I mean just one thousand percent fights. Yeah. They go full. They, they let yeah. everything out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because well, you, you know the other person doesn't yeah. mean it's yeah. not. I feel like it's even a little more because you know you're, you're, it's kind of behind doors. Yeah. And people are in there like, hey, this is what's happening. And get this, the, my first smoker, it was a, it was a full house, and they had like some names there. Like I know I remember Cyborg worked uh, worked worked out there a lot. Um, you know, lots of people that were in MMA at the time when I first joined that gym and. And I was just like, oh wow, they're here, and it's just like it was like a barbecue, yeah. like a smoker, a big thing for you know. I did two of those, and then I came across the you know the semi-contact um, semi-contact events for Muay Thai, and I started doing those. Does that mean like no elbows or what is semi? Yeah, so it's it's an amateur thing. Um, it's full contact is like WCK, like the other, yeah. the promotion I fight for now. They're they're elbows knees and sweeps and you're going like you're going full full muay thai rules mm-hmm. um the semi-contact is punches kicks um now they let you do knees back in my day in the beginning you couldn't do knees so we had it we're in the clinch you had to kick the leg so um yeah the rules have changed a little more muay thai nowadays because they do a lot of sweeps and knees yeah. and um i mean they, that makes me think of something. I was asking Nathan about it. I don't know if, don't know if you watched one we did with Nathan, but Nathan is a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, and he got into striking a few years ago. But we were talking about from the clinch and doing the sweeps like that. So since you're starting to transition into jiu-jitsu, does that clinch, does that translate over where you can sweep people from the clinch and start your oh, top yes. game from there? So I was talking to my professor um, recently where I teach at, and I was you know, a Brazilian professor, and he he was going over stuff, and... I was like, Professor, um, I was te- this teaching in the Muay Thai class, body locks and, mm-hmm. you know, plume and, you know, lots of stuff that I see in jiu-jitsu. But you can't put your leg over and hip toss. Yeah, you can't. But you, you can't execute the full so motion. Yeah. have you been able to transition that into jiu-jitsu for yourself? You said you started Body locks have right been now. helping me a lot in jiu-jitsu. Really? What about, like, the double unders or, like, the plums? Yeah, the, du- yeah. Yeah, the plums, yeah. the double unders. Yeah. It's 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 all it's all fluent to me. I, I love that that sweep that they do. Do you know uh, uh, his name just went out of my head? There's this uh, pretty famous Muay Thai dude, little uh, little short guy from uh, England. Are you familiar with him? He, like there's always videos of him uh, sparring. And Liam going, Harrison. Yeah. You ever do you ever watch? I watch him every sweeps? morning. Every morning like, he does that. Like you said, he does. He goes the hand crazy. Out. He yeah. goes he goes crazy. Yeah, he does like that hand out and he pushes ahead and sweeps yep. people. Yeah. Is that in your arsenal? Yeah. So I always tell people ninety percent is up here. Okay. Upper leverage. Ten yep. percent is like, yeah, you could use your foot for something. Yeah. Or you know, put you use you use your thigh. Mm-hmm. 
but it's, it's all leverage. 90% of it's leverage. Have you, have you tried that in jujitsu yet? Um, cause you can put your head. You I used it in no gi the other night. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Cause no gi, no gi goes into a lot of judo. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you ever, you ever watch Muay Thai, John? No, I don't want Are you familiar either. with that sweep I'm talking about? Yeah, well, yeah. It's like dude, a foot sweep. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. Especially that dude, Liam Harrison. Oh my god, did they blast those? Who's that guy? See, that Liam uh, Harrison, he peaks at explosive. Is that the guy that. Um, oh no, that was a French dude. I was thinking about the guy that um, um, St. Pierre brought. Oh, the drunk guy? The drunk dude. That's a famous guy. I don't know his name, but he's. I, think and he's, you ever, I don't know yeah. if you ever watched it. So, um, um, St. Pierre was coaching one of the Ultimate Fighter, Ultimate Fighter shows, and he brought this dude. From I think France. I think he was he was either from France or he was French Canadian. Yeah, um, French Canadian. But he he was like gave him a little talk and he, he like to the team and he's like, hey, look, he's different. Don't try to go at him because yeah. he will fuck you up if you try to go hard on him. And then I guess he came in drunk and that's how he trains. He trains yeah. drunk. And then they were like, they were like that was the worst experience. All of them were like that was the worst he was just experience. Everyone he, up he just, yeah, he was just beating <laughs> everybody up. He's like this yeah. drunk dude walks in and just you know he's smoking cigarettes. And he just destroys yeah. everybody. Like it was, he's like we were like children to him. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like that's it's some yeah. people are some people are like that, man. I used to know this guy, um, my friend, uh, his brother-in-law. They would go hiking all the time, um, and he would wear a weight vest, and they'd go like hiking, hiking. But he would smoke the entire time. Yeah, up the freaking thing, and it was like it didn't affect him. And I was like, how does that not bug you? Like, how are yeah. you able to smoke? Like, as you're sprinting and with a weight vest on, going up a mountain, I'm like... I, I've heard of boxers doing that. Like, some people yeah. just... It's you, like, do you know... Uh, uh, fuck, his name is kind of my head. I was thinking about him earlier. He won uh, a K, either Glory Grand Prix in L.A. He's Joe Schilling. You're familiar with him? Oh, yeah. He smokes. Oh, well. He smokes, like, in the back before fights. I believe it's a balance. I, I Smoking's yeah. not my thing, no, but but if, if I mean, if, if you're going to go run, like... 10k and then smoke yeah. a cigarette yeah. i mean like after as after a, like as a, as a reward yeah, as a reward. yeah. There's, there's so or i think it was a glory grand prix that he won are you do you know what a grand prix is yeah it's, it's like the tournament the, the tur yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a same like, it's a, it's like what ufc yeah, used to be single night yeah. tournament yeah. so this dude joe Schilling, i think he kind of won he didn't he won the final fight but he got to the final fight by default but He's in the fucking back between the fights smoking okay. cigarettes, dude. <laughs> and like, so he, he, I think he won two fights and then he fought this dude and it was so gnarly. The dude, the dude won. And then he said, I can't go to the next fight. So the Joe got to go because that dude didn't go. And then he's backstage smoking cigarettes thinking his day's <laughs> done. And he goes back out there and he fucking wins. It's, it's, so I think the same thing just, happened with Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt beat the brakes off someone and lost. Crazy. And then had to come back and won the Kmart. Some people Grand just Prix. have that. I know. In it's, them. it's it's what, what I see it as, and what I've learned from Muay Thai is balance. Yeah. Yeah. Moderation. Yeah. You know that that's moderation, kind of, yeah. man. It's 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 literally like it's you, hard to it's hard. You to, can enjoy yeah. an energy drink, or yeah. you can have a cigarette, yeah. or you know, just as long as you're putting in work. Yeah, putting in the work. I mean, I, I still think about that, even though like I mostly eat like shit. I think I consider when I eat and what I'm eating, how's this gonna make me feel when I do jujitsu tonight, like. A lot of times I'll eat my lunch. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to go get this. And I'll think about it. I like, maybe I should not have that. Or like, instead of going fucking king size or whatever, I go, I try to go for the smaller one or have water and stuff like that. Cause yeah, it, it changes everything. It sucks when you're sucking side control and someone's. It's your fuel. I was so unhealthy for so long. Cause all, what? I, did, all I did was like. Bitch, you're still fat as hell. All, all I did, all I did was like work. Yeah. And like try to like get yeah, yeah. my career. Where and it vape. Is, right. And drink IPAs. And, yeah. And vape and drink and like. That was my that was my thing. That was my like I wanted to have a beer and like yeah. vape or, and then I started jujitsu and then since jujitsu started I weighed about pretty much the same as he did. I was about two fifty two sixty when I started, and then no way you were only two sixty. Yeah, you were a started. thick boy. And anyways, point being is like I was two eighty five. It's, it's like it like every time I was like man I gotta like I, I was like I can't vape and do this so I was like boom stop vaping and it was yeah like, I uh, and then it was like. How can I get better? And how? What do I need to do? And then it was like, all right, I need to start like getting healthier and start. And so it's all led into like this lifestyle that's changed like the way I eat, the way I think about working out, um, and just pushing myself to just try to be healthier, healthier. It's crazy because it's like it's not necessarily because I'm like oh, I just want to be healthier. It's like it's all it's always like how can I make my jujitsu better? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and what do I have to do to make my jujitsu better? And it's like that's kind of where where it all leads to me for me. So it's kind of. Uh, but that balance of like, you know, when 
when can you have a beer? When you don't have a beer, when have you earned yeah. a beer? Right, right. For me, it's about earning it. Like I gotta yeah. earn it. I gotta because yeah, you like to be tortured. It is what it is. I like you gotta earn. You ever earn had your ball stopped on? No, I have not. I can't. Not say yet. That. You mean not, not yet? You have never, never. I don't, uh, I don't think I'd like that. I'm good. You mm-hmm. were talking about balance, and Greg and I were talking on the way over here. We drove here together, so we were kind of we kind of did like a pre podcast. But he was talking about. I mean, he kind of came from the same shit I did, where it's like people go to shows, right? They go to concerts, and it's like, oh, you have fun and shit, like. Dudes like us went to shows because that was like our turf. That's like where our gang presided. And we would go to fight motherfuckers. Like that was our whole reason to, to go to these shows. Yep. We were tough guys. And, and, and tough, yeah, guys. tough guys. <laughs> but then you started doing Muay Thai and you said you realized that it's it's changed things. Like I had the same perspective. Cody had the same perspective. Like we started doing jujitsu or you started doing Muay Thai and it, it shows you like the art form of fighting. It's like. When, I, when I'm on the street, I feel relatively safe. I got a mean Chuck Liddell overhand right, but I'll choke the fuck out of you if I have to. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it, it's changed my perspective. I don't need to like front on people anymore. And like, you were talking about that, like how Muay Thai saved your life, right? Like you, you those are your words. Yeah. I, I, I think that bar fights are very foolish. I think fighting at shows are very foolish. Yeah. I think fighting on the street is very foolish. Yeah. I think... Um, you don't think about those consequences until you know them, and now you you're doing something that you you see the con you see the consequences the consequences are one thing, day. but I believe in you know a lot of karma, mm-hmm. and I believe that it's just it's no one wins a fight. I mean, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, no one I, wins. Yeah. I mean, so and and it depends on what you're fighting for. If it's something that you real that you really got to fight for, then I mean, my theory is if someone's attacking me. Okay, then I'm a motherfucking tiger. Oh, yeah, I can't cuss on your house. Huh? No, you can oh, cuss yeah. all you want. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm a tiger. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm gonna defend myself. Yeah. Like that person's getting rocked. That person's going to sleep. Yeah. But, but when it comes to like, oh, someone bumped into me, or oh, I don't like that yeah, person, like, or so, you said that online or something. Yeah. yeah. Cool. You win. Bye. Yeah. 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 And I had a guy do that one time at a bar. He swung. You know, we had something from online from five years before. Swung on me. I I, 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 I slipped. Boom. Out of the way. And I, I spoke to him. Used my words and had a beer instead. Yeah. That, that's yeah, a big that, thing. That's the, a, the art of fighting without fighting. Yeah. Right? That, that's a big thing that um, I think Jocko talks about it on his podcast a lot, and a lot of a lot of high level people talk about people who train. Even Joe, obviously Joe Rogan talks about it. They're like. Yeah. People who train in some sort of combat sport are usually the least, like, the, the last person that yeah. want to even get into any type yeah. of situation. Yep. Like, it's all about de-escalating. Like, I don't really need to... And it's, you're right. Like, I, I feel that if, if a lot of people carry that ego, they have to be like, oh, I'm, I'm tough, I'm tough. Yeah. And if... You learn every day in the gym, like man, I'm not, I'm nothing. You're not. Yeah, there's so, always a bigger yeah, fish. Yeah, always so, a bigger fish. So like, but at the same time, you also know where you're capable, capable right. of to hold yourself. You know, in your. Family, I think your once safety, I so. and when I started learning too, like what I was being taught, like was it's like it's meant for good. It's like yeah, you know, like and and then I always learned bullies are always broken. You know, so you know when you're yeah, you when you're when you're through. like which are going back to the shows like like us. You know, people fight other people, and you know, this is our show, our yeah. turf, and it, it it it's just more of like, for what? Yeah, I I think about that so much for what, and like you know, when you were saying just a second ago, like nobody wins. It's like, you know, I, I fuck around, and call myself the white belt slayer because you're beating up dudes who are untrained, but like you go on the streets and like. You fuck up a dude who doesn't train. Like, what does that do for you? It doesn't do much. Cause it's like I. You just fought a bum. Yeah, you just fought a bum. Yeah, it's like you fucked this dude up, and it's like cool, but you could tell he didn't train. Like, yeah, yeah. so it's like you. The outcome was predetermined, unless he hits you with like this the, the puncher's shot. You know, it's like now, the outcome was predetermined. You know, you were gonna win. So what's the point of it? You know. Now, if I was forced to f- fuck up a bum, that's, that's different. What that's what I'm talking about. That's different. So if you got to crack it open, you're not afraid to crack that can yeah. open and fuck him up. Well, then, like, like mean, if they hit you, then. Yeah. Hey, I got, if fuck it, if we're in a bar and I swing on someone and say I hit you, it gets you right in the jaw. That's and like, then you look at me and you start guarding yourself and tapping your front foot. I, I'm, hey, man, I'm done. That's that whole. That's that whole. That's that whole concept yeah. that uh, what's his name, uh, Jordan Peterson or whatever. It's like Get the where he's fuck like out he says here, like a, a weak man isn't a good man. A good yeah. man is is someone that yeah. it's violent but knows how to be. To control that, and it's not. How about like Miyamoto Mashashi? Someone's actually worth talking about. There we go. Better to be a fucking there we go. Uh, a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. There, there this is a great yeah, Jordan that's a great, one. that's a great one. That's that's and yeah. speaking. If you don't mind yeah. me yeah. saying, speaking of warriors, 
and going back to my crew, crew Mark, he uh, he come, he the way I see it, why I stood to, so loyal was the, the the energy and the way he it was like he chose me, you mm -hmm. know, in the gym to, yep. you know, I saw a lot of people that that were around mm -hmm. us, yeah. and but it, when he when he was and I we don't we say the exact word but it's resign, you know, when he left the gym, he's at seventy now, um, he, I realized. I, I left with him. I even told yeah. the Arena MMA, I'm done. I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, you know, and I went to victory. Yeah, that's and when I, you had to find a new place because because you're, you know, you're and, quote unquote and, massive and, and left. And get how yeah. small the, M the MMA yeah. world is. The two coaches over there from Muay Thai that took me in mm -hmm. were the ones that he, that he was, they were his students. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's amazing. You're so amazing. so it's like family yeah. being, you know, yeah. Going to family, mm -hmm. and I still see Krumark on the bay. I train like we do in Thailand on the beach, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen pads, you on the and beach, yeah, yeah, every Friday, man. It's it's a, it's a blessing to still train with a, a, a legend of Muay Thai. You were talking about how small the circle is, real quick, for our camera guys. I think you were telling me we were talking about this before that that crew Mark was the guy that was like holding pads and training with Hoyler, right? When Hoyler was fighting. Him yeah. So yeah, I'm, I heard your podcast yeah. the other night. You were talking about Hoist and Hoyler, yeah. you know, and you saw, you, you noticed Hoyler seemed yeah. more of a striker. Yeah. I remember pictures with Crew Mark. You know, he would have pictures of Dean Lister and Hoyler, and, like, they were friends. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Crew Mark had the pads. Yeah, that's crazy. And I'm like, yeah. what's Crew Mark doing? With the, what's <laughs> yeah. he doing teaching with the, like, like training with, with the jiu-jitsu the, the, the guys? guys. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, do, he's holding pads yeah, for them or yeah, something, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then same thing with Cyborg, you know? Um... So I did, and, and, and Krumark is very, he was always very open with the jiu-jitsu community, with the old school, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck it. If you, just on Hoyler real quick, like, if you listen to any of the Gracies talk about, like, each each individual brother or cousin, they all say that Hoyler was the lion. He was the one that was rolling in, fighting fools. You know, he, he was the most about it. He may not have been the best at the striking or MMA, but he was the most aggressive, the one ready to go out there and do yeah. it the most, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, man, appreciate yeah. you coming on. This was a cool, yeah. it was nice to get to know you yeah. and formally meet you. Yeah. John, um, thank you, John. Yeah. A lot of good it's been, conversation. It's been here. a great, great pleasure yeah. having me on here. Thank you. Yeah, next time we get you on, we'll prepare it more and get you some shorts and show us a fucking technique. Yeah, I got, yeah. I think I got some fucking hot shit to show <laughs> well, you. Anthony, how'd it go, Anthony? Yeah, yeah. go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got some hot, you fucking see that shit showing up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, stop doing that. You're scaring me. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. all right, guys, make sure if you guys like the podcast, leave a comment. Hit subscribe. Go follow everybody. Nos. Oh.